Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode of Everything Under the Sun is sponsored by NHTSA. A child's body temperature rises three to five times faster than an adult's, and leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Tragically, in 2020, 24 children died of pediatric vehicular heat stroke, and many of these incidents occurred when parents or caregivers simply forgot the child was in the car. Please set yourself reminders on your cell phone or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child. Always look for your baby before you lock. From AccuWeather.com, this is Everything Under the Sun. It is our weekly podcast from AccuWeather that delves into in-depth looks at the stories and information that you want to hear about the weather and climate and how they interact with our everyday lives. I'm privileged to be your host, meteorologist Dean DeVore. I spend time on some of the great radio stations in America giving the weather as we have gone through this last week, coming out of Memorial Day and into our opening summer series episode, first episode in the summer series for 2021. Travel is on our mind. And from AAA, Andrew Gross will be joining us in our first Rays of Focus segment. Bill Dagger is standing by to talk about the weather for this weekend and the week beyond. An amazing turnaround from wintry chill in May in some places in the Great Lakes in the Northeast and a lot of rain. And now we're going to go headlong into summer here as meteorological summer gets underway. Bill has the details of that forecast for the weekend and the week beyond. We'll talk about travel. Friends, it's time to sit back and relax and talk about everything under the sun from AccuWeather.com. As we turn the corner into meteorological summer, I think uh, travel on a lot of people's minds. Uh, everyone has a desire to get out and from under and away from those... Uh, areas that they've been just kind of cooped up in for the last year and a half. And wow, did we see that bear out. Our friends at AAA, who we're going to talk to in just a second, forecasted that about 37 million people were on the roads traveling at least 50 miles or more by car. That's a 60% Memorial Day increase from last year. And talk about uh, air travel, that was way up. Uh, In the Memorial Day holiday, over 7 million people were screened at U.S. airports by TSA. And in fact, last Friday before Memorial Day weekend, almost 2 million people were screened. That's the the largest single-day travel total through the airport since March of 2020. So people are starting to travel. But as I talked about in an episode we did back in April, my travel experiences, at least in the late spring, had some issues and certainly worried that that could continue here with staffing and other issues here going over the next couple of months. Thought it was a good time to talk in with our friend Andrew Gross from AAA, spokesperson and one of the people that we've been talking to from AAA to kind of get a gauge on travel. And he's got the forecast for the summer travel from AAA and more information that you can use. Andrew Gross from AAA joins us here on Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com. So, Andy, when we talked last, it was, uh, I think, coming right off of um, I took a little late jaunt, a little spring break jaunt. It was late April and 
you know, I sounded uh, some concern to you about some of the things that I was encountering when I was traveling in that situation. We were still under a lot of restrictions. And so there was that part of it. But there was obviously this desire for people to get out and about. And then we saw that explode here over the last month or so going into Memorial Day. And uh, it looks like the numbers were back into, uh, you know, 37 million, I think, people traveling for the Memorial Day holiday. So I want to go back to where we were when we talked and I had some concerns about people's expectations in terms of getting out and about and traveling, uh, in terms of staffing, prices, availability. How do you think that the travel industry, Andy, has done here in the last four to five weeks with this real ramp up into almost like permission now to go? You're able to go now. We're able to do things this summer. Have you seen the response, the necessary response to ramp up to those levels with people's desire to do that? Or do you still think there's kind of a gap there where we're lagging a little bit between some people's expectations of what to expect and the realities out there in terms of travel? I think in terms of hiring, of course, there's going to be a lag because, uh, you know, say the CDC suddenly updates its travel guidance and says, you know, for fully vaccinated people, you're now at a low risk to yourself for travel. Well, then people start booking travel, you know, Uh, but then leaves the resort trying to scramble to hire people to meet the increased demand. So you're always going to have a little bit of lag in terms of, uh, you know, the service industry being able to staff up in time for the uh, for people traveling. Uh, that's just kind of the nature of the business. But we did see, you know, over this past uh, Memorial Day weekend, we projected about 37 million people right. traveling. Uh, 30, what, 34 million of those are going to be going by car. So what we're seeing is it's still car-based and still very domestic, you know, the the international travel is is going to be lagging for a while, right? Yeah. So uh, and air travel too. So where where are the airlines in terms of? You know, that was one thing also I brought up back in in late April was you know an experience I had where I got rained out for a day. And it was difficult to get that travel rescheduled. And I was sitting beside a lot of people at an airport that gave up a whole weekend trip because they just couldn't find a way to reschedule this. Are are we getting back to some levels of capacity and numbers of routes that the airlines are running? So that makes that job easier for people to get travel that they would like? Or are we still having some issues there where they may have to temper those expectations as well? Uh, I think it really depends on the bookings. You know, when when the, the airlines will respond to the reservations and the bookings. Uh, and I know that, you know, people were anecdotally talking about how long the lines were and how the airport seemed really packed this past weekend. But it, you have to put that into perspective because it's like compared to last year when no one was traveling. So any kind, anytime you run into like four people at the Sabaro at the airport, you're going <laughs> right. to you're gonna think there's a million people there. Right. So, <laughs> I, I think that's going to be a huge problem, Andy, is people's expectations. You know, in some ways, our mind warps and forgets this past year and a half. We don't understand. And then it's just, I think we want to get back to normalcy so much that we're just expecting everything to to ramp back up. I think one thing that's ramping back up now is prices. You know, whereas I could get a pretty economically priced hotel in cities, uh, like I know where you live now in Washington, D.C. area, you know, weekends, I was getting some hotels for 40, 50, 60 bucks in the heart of downtown D.C., which is crazy, you know, but now we're seeing those numbers coming up again. So gasoline um, didn't seem to come up as much as we might have thought for Memorial Day, seemed to hold the line maybe a cent or so, but there do seem to be more price increases there. And I think 
Some people, after a year or so, may have a little sticker shock when they go to price their vacations. Well, that's true. Uh, but one thing that AAA has found, particularly when it comes to gas prices, is even if there's a spike in gas prices right around the time somebody wants to travel, they're still going to take that trip. They'll just find other ways of saving money. They might not eat out quite as often, or they may look for more free activities while they're on vacation, but they're definitely going. Going and uh, and and enjoying themselves and trying to get out and about for sure. We're talking with uh, Andrew Gross, public relations manager, spokesperson from AAA. Certainly, everyone knows AAA and all the services they have from uh, planning your trips to insurance to uh, getting in that road lifestyle and how to do that more easily. Last week, Andrew, we had uh, the CEO from KOA Campgrounds on, Toby O'Rourke, talking about, talking about the explosive growth in camping. And I think you mentioned it too. There, there still seems like this summer is going to be a lot of um, car or recreational vehicle based travel. And so, what are some things that you, uh, have been forecasting for people in terms of expectations. I, I I guess one of my anecdotal things is it seems like when I listen to the traffic reports on the big stations that I do in the morning, things are still wacky. Like you may not get that four or five uh, 30 or 6 a.m. traffic jam, but now you're starting to get traffic jams at other times of the day because people's movement times are much different than they were, say, a year ago. Or people are working on a hybrid work schedule, which right. means they have to go into the office, but they don't maybe maybe they don't have to be there at 9 a.m. anymore. They, they'll slide in at 1030 and maybe slide out at three, but then they'll go home and hook up the laptop and they're still working for a couple of hours. I mean, there's a lot of things that are changing that were really created by this pandemic. So we're in a period of flux. You know, years from now, we're going to look back at this time and it's going to be sort of a fascinating study mm. as to how everything has really changed for us. It, it but truly one, is, but one yeah. thing you can, one thing you did mention that is the, the increased prices. And I do want to mention that for a lot of folks who may be, you know, looking at getting, getting away for the summer, the rental car prices have really gone up and that's Ooh. something they should, they should bear in mind. Because there's a there's a big rental car crunch, you know. They um, a lot of the rental car companies last year when the when things cratered and no one was renting cars, they sold off a lot of the fleets to make money. And the thinking was, well, once people start traveling again, we'll be able to boost our fleets. Well, right around the time that it was to start buying new fleets, the chip, the semiconductor chip shortage, chip right? shortage yep, happened. Yep. So no chips in cars because cars are all computers nowadays, no chips, no computers in the cars, no cars, no rental cars. So now if you can find one, it's really expensive. So it's like, it's like, these are all Mm. things that people are going to be dealing with. Yeah. I ran into that in that uh, April trip. I mean, uh, Miami for Lauderdale, there was a 30 to $40 difference per day with Miami being more expensive. You know, I didn't mind that half hour train ride from the Miami airport to the Fort Lauderdale airport to save $40 a day on the rental car. So you're definitely going to have to do some shopping, but you're right. I think that's a crunch. I also think a a crunch you may find is, um, you know, there have been a lot of businesses uh, that not national chains necessarily, or have that backing that didn't survive. And so if you've gone to a place and you're expecting that uh, family diner that you used to know, or I can't tell you how many of those kinds of businesses I've seen closed or hours severely reduced even as we get into this Memorial Day and beyond period where they should be running extra hours uh, normally in a normal situation. 
Well, that's right. And that brings us right back to what we started out with talking about the sort of the, the labor shortage that even if they managed to survive and they stayed open, they're now having staffing issues. So you may want to go to dinner, but it may, you may have a long wait or you may not get in at all. So what is AAA? Do they have some advice for this uh, the summer holiday season? If I haven't planned now, should I be planning as early as possible? Do I want to build in some flexibility and maybe uh, wait on some things to see just how things are when we get closer? I kind of think like your general travel, you may want to get an idea of where you want to go and where you want to stay. But maybe in terms of actual activities, maybe it's a little bit better to hold off till closer to the time to make sure that that reservation for the theme park or whatever you want isn't something that is jeopardized by something we don't know about right now. The wild card is COVID and we don't really know what COVID's going to do, but we we can we can hope. I mean, right now, a lot of health officials are thinking that with the warmer weather and more people being outside, uh, the pandemic may temper itself. So we may have a we may have a relative quiet few months. So that will help people traveling. But we at AAA always stress planning, plan ahead, give yourself time. So uh, so if you if you have time to plan for a summer vacation, go ahead and do it, particularly if you're fully vaccinated, go ahead and do it. And then really try and map out as much as possible now what you can do. So that way you won't you won't leave yourself any unpleasant surprises. You won't you won't leave yourself what, oh, we, we're going to location X, but we don't have a car. What are we going to do? We, we don't have a rental car. We can't afford it. So try and try and plan that now and you may find yourself uh, having a better vacation. Right. I think that's great advice, especially, yeah, again, you just cannot make assumptions. Your mind wants to jump back into uh, the situation where we were 2018, 2019 going into the pandemic. And just there's certain realities that aren't there. I think also to keep track, I mean, if you've got a vacation to someplace planned, I would just keep checking every few days, you know, just make sure that in those areas there isn't something going on that may affect it, uh, that may affect your trip. So I think, again, you know, sometimes we, I know in the old days, I'd book a trip in, in, in February for July and just set it and forget it and not think about it. And then by the time July hit, it's there. I've, I've done it before. I don't have any worries. But again, those are, those are situations I think it's important for people to keep tabs on things going on this summer. Right. And travel restrictions are constantly changing due to, the, due to the pandemic. Now, lately, we've seen them changing for the better with restrictions being lifted. So that's so that's a positive thing. But we also well, we also know that a lot of folks, though, are going to be preferring to travel by car this year and do it domestically, obviously. And if you are planning a car trip this year, you still have time to uh, pay attention to your car, because that, if that's the mode of transportation you're taking, you really should uh, make sure that that car is going to be able to get you on your trip and bring you home safely. And, you know, for the past year, a lot of people have probably not really paid much attention to the car. It's been sitting in the driveway or parked on the street and they've been working from home. So now is the time to ask yourself, when was the last time I checked the the pressure in my tires? If you can't remember, your tires are going to be low. (laughs) That's just the fact, right? Uh, When was the last time you had your car in just for routine maintenance? Take it in. Now Now is the time to do it. You know, if your battery is older than five years old, get a new battery because batteries will fail without warning. And five years is really about the lifetime for a battery. So if it's if you're pushing five years and older, get a new battery. Yeah. I left my uh, I left my lights on for about 20 minutes the other day, not thinking and boom, the next thing I knew uh, I had to get a jump. Uh, so, yeah, it, this time of year, as you said, everything has snuck up on us and and we may not be thinking. I remember having that conversation last year as things started to ease up a little bit in the summer. 
we've reminded people to do that, but even more so now, because I'm sure there are still people whose cars have been sitting for a year and a half or, or two years. Um, I, I'm pretty much through the questions that I had, Andy. I, I don't, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about except the ways that AAA can certainly help people as they go through the summer traveling season? Well, we, we always like to tell people, look, we saw with Memorial Day that there was a lot of robust travel. That a lot of people hit the road and we expect that will probably continue through the summer. So just pack your patience because it's going to be, the airports are going to be more crowded and you know, the the TSA folks are going to be working as hard as they can, but you're going to be facing lines, things you haven't seen in a while. So, and there's always going to be that one guy up there who forgets to take his belt off or something and you're just going to have to roll with it and there's going to find more traffic on the roads too. You'll be sitting in an old fashioned traffic jam from time to time. I I definitely think so. And and at the times that you wouldn't expect it, you might say, Oh, I'm doing this in the middle of the night through around New York city. It should be fine. But I've been, uh, I've, been getting on the new uh, 1010 winds where they're already a traffic jam because of construction or an accident and don't even have the the things that they had a year or so ago to to mitigate that so uh, yeah it's definitely going to be and especially with people's attitudes that i'm seeing out and about you know um, just be careful as you said plan ahead make sure that you're informed keep keep your head up and keep looking around and just keep uh, all eyes and then Hopefully you can get to a place and relax for a few days uh, here as we uh, try to de-stress at times with our summer vacation. Absolutely. And de-stress as much as you can before you go, because I think we're all seeing these stressed out, angry people on airplanes and on the roads. Everybody just needs to take it down a little bit. Because we're all in the same boat, you know. Well, right. And I get, yeah, it's it's amazing. And then there's just still this feeling that was there before, but now even more like I'm not getting what I should get. So, you know, and, and lash out. So. All good things. Andy, always good to spend time with you. We may check in mid-season here in the summer as we get the summer series started and check in with our good friends here at AAA. My pleasure. As we say all the time, AAA, a tremendous resource for you to plan your travel and also to do and deal with all the things that surround travel, including insurance, uh, both automobile, life insurance and more, financial aid, discounts, all kinds of things that you need to get out on the open road with AAA. Also, you can follow our good friend Andy there at TV Media AG, TV Media AG for Andrew Gross and his Twitter account. Thanks, Andy. Uh, It's always great to check in with you, and we'll be doing so as we get later on in the summer for some updates. When we come back, we're going to check in with our friend Bill Dager, AccuWeather Meteorologist extraordinaire, who will be joining me to talk about uh, the lowlights of last weekend, especially in the Northeast, and how we're going to make a summer rebound in the Northeast and the Great Lakes. Concerns about drought and everything else, weather-wise, everything under the the sun with our weather for this weekend and the week beyond segment coming up next on everything under the sun from accuweather.com this podcast is sponsored by nitsa every year children die from being left alone in cars if you see a child left unattended call 911 immediately and welcome back to everything under the sun it's our first episode in the summer 2021 series as we chart uh the new waters in the seasonal time here as we go into meteorological summer, I think uh, I'm ready to chart a little bit of a long vacation. It's been a long week in the weather office and uh, 
certainly I've got a little bit of a long weekend to get to myself, a little camping weekend, and I'm looking forward to enjoy that. Time to check in in our second segment of Everything Under the Sun, which drops on Fridays, most weekends. And then we take a look in this segment about the weather for this upcoming weekend and the week beyond. And my partner in crime on some of these is uh, Bill Dager, AccuWeather meteorologist who uh, joins us. And Bill, in that first segment, our first Raise of Focus segment this week, we talked about travel with Andrew Gross from AAA. And you know, I've had a couple of experiences doing some little trips. I did take that one trip to Florida back in April and had a couple of trips to Columbus and down to DC from State College the last couple of weeks. Uh, have you and your family done any traveling or what, what do you have some plans to to go somewhere here as we get into this uh, upcoming holiday season and, and the summer here? Yeah, we haven't done anything beyond uh, day trips here and there. Um, uh, we're in the process of moving here over the next couple of weeks. So kind of put uh, the travel beyond that on the back burner. But we do have a trip planned in August to the uh, the Outer Banks, our first big vacation since uh, coronavirus hit. So we're looking forward to that and hopefully planning some more trips in the months after that to make up for all the time we've been spending at home for here for the past year plus. I hear you, my brother. It's been it has been uh, kind of interesting. Um, With that trip, have you, you know, when we were talking to Andrew about making sure that things are planned out because, Mm -hmm. you know, what we've been seeing and what I've seen is, you know, some of these resort areas are not as staffed as they would normally be already this time of year. And that may be a problem that continues. So, uh, have you guys done some things? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm assuming you're going to drive that trip, right? You're not going to fly. We are going to drive. Uh, yeah, say a prayer for me with all the kids in the car <laughs> there for eight plus hours. Well, you've been you've been with them for like 15 <laughs> months, all cooped up in a room. So yeah, so at uh, least yeah. they'll have something to look at outside right. the window yeah. for a few hours. But uh, it, it's going to be kind of a more DIY trip because we're renting a house for a week. Um, you know, we'll be you know eating at the house a lot, having a few yeah. uh, you know trips out for meals here and there, and then just going to lounge on the beach. So I guess I'm not too concerned as opposed to if we were going to go to like a resort location and have a whole bunch of people waiting on us. But uh, yeah. yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I'm very interested to see how people are going to to break out this summer Yeah, for being cooped up for a year mm. plus. Uh, it'll be interesting to, to do some people watching while we're on vacation. I, I think we're already seeing that already. We're actually seeing some bad behaviors because of that. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, you know, and it's tough because there's a lot of adults that don't have kids. And then the adults that do have kids need the same kind of vacation that the adults that don't. And yeah. I think you just have to be thinking about uh, the, the people around you. I know, you know, we're all frustrated, but we, you know, the, and, and then the person behind the counter probably isn't in control of the shortage yeah. of people or whatever's going on. So it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm think. Uh, you're, you're in a smart situation there, but I, I think it's going to take a lot of monitoring as the weather does. As we go into um, meteorological summer here, my friend, my goodness, Mm. in the Northeast, (laughs) what a difference a weekend makes. You know, um, I've been floating this, that that storm last weekend reminded me a lot of the storms that we saw, the one in December, and then the one in February. They're kind of now more modified nor'easters in these situations Mm -hmm. where we get almost a double or triple barreled low that just keeps getting spin up along the coast and keeps reinforcing. And then before you know it, you have hours and hours and hours of precipitation. You know, how chilly was that air mass? I mean, it snowed in the uh, Wisconsin and in Minnesota, and then Mm -hmm. that chilly air mass came down. Uh, But then just like those last two situations where we had that deep dive of cold air, 
immediately it looks like in those areas it just retreats and so we're going right into the teeth of summer in some of these places like boston and new york city and the great lakes here this weekend yeah we went from seeing pictures of the ski resorts in vermont having snow on the ground to dealing with thunderstorms going into the mid-atlantic here uh, to end the week and uh yeah it's a total 360 from what we had uh uh, last week it was kind of an area of low pressure that was you know cut off from the flow a little bit so it lingered for a few days we had that dip in the jet stream that brought in the chillier air from canada now now it's sort of kind of the opposite you know we got this ridge of high pressure aloft bringing in the warmer air and we still have these little features that are cut off from the flow that are still bringing showers and thunderstorms to the south and east over the next few days but I am not going to miss uh, having to turn on the heat at the end of May. I did not expect to do that. Yeah, I hear you. It was a little disconcerting to have to fire up the uh, furnace a little bit. Yeah. But um, And that's kind of holding to what we've seen with these big storms. And then we get into a few week progressive pattern where it's just boom, especially east of the Mississippi, boom, 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 like two days that are eh, and then two or three days that are great. And then another two days that are eh. And then yep. it gets great again. And I think that's where we're going to be. Um, you know, some surges of warmth. The warmth does want to win, Bill. It just seems like that. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I don't think uh, going over the next several weeks, it looks like we're going to get baked in for long three, four, five day heat waves. But a couple of days, maybe two or three day little uh, heat surges, uh, not out of the question. And then cooling showers and thunderstorms. I know you're a big follower of Drought Monitor, and we uh, we always wait with bated breath at 8 a.m. Eastern time on Thursdays when that comes out. We've seen some relief in some places, uh, but there's still a lot of places that need a lot of rain. And you know, I look like a place in Chicago where uh, I do WBBM every morning, and and you do them on the weekends. I mean, they're not going to have a, a chance at a shower thunderstorm here for several days. So an area there that's in uh, some drought is that's not going to get any relief in some of those areas. Yeah, and another place that certainly could use the rain, and we saw this uh, change in the drought monitor uh, going drier than it had been in recent weeks is through the Appalachians, Virginia, and Carol- the uh, Carolinas. They went into either a moderate or severe drought uh, there. Fortunately, they look like uh, they will be seeing some shower and thunderstorm activity uh, off and on here over the next few days. Not good news for those who are planning vacations there, but yeah, looking at the opportunity for some rain there. Uh, Texas uh, saw the drought conditions improve there. Of course, that's just been kind of a feature over the past few years in Western Texas. So happy to see that happen. But you're right. Chicago uh, certainly could use the rain and they really don't have much of any chance of it here right into the early part of the week. We were also talking that finally, uh, you know, we uh, in the spring, we always have to give ranges in the Chicagoland area because Mm. of the water temperatures. And then usually the setup of the weather is there's a a big lake breeze. But next several days going into this weekend, no lake breeze. I mean, uh, it is going to be some good beach weather. Uh, along the the Lake Michigan beaches, even though that water is pretty chilly still, but uh, yeah, it's amazing. And and Texas, eastern Texas, looks like pretty wet situation again. Houston, kind of a tropical like low, kind of just sitting there here as we go through the weekend. So a lot of wetness there. And the Florida Peninsula also, they had the the southern Florida had probably the best beach weather along the eastern seaboard last weekend, and they're going to have some showers and thunderstorms. It looks like this weekend as well. 
Yeah, it's kind of like that I-80 corridor from the Rockies through the Midwest and into Pennsylvania and New Jersey looking to dry out here for several days. But north of there and south of there is where you have the activity. And you're right, uh, eastern Texas just going to see days upon days of rain extending into the new week and even beyond. Perhaps there's a whole bunch of flood warnings scattered throughout the state of Texas right now. So, yeah, they, they certainly don't need any more rain. And then then the opposites that we're seeing across the country, uh, the word on our AccuWeather Weekend map uh, and over California and Nevada is parched. (laughs) And and Mm -hmm. that is really the case. And that's not going to change anytime soon. So any highlights you're looking at as we get towards next week? I I don't think so. I think we kind of build into this situation that kind of this pattern lasts and we just see these little impulses running through here over the next week or so. Yeah, it's it's not really one big system. We're watching just a couple of impulses here and there. There will be a frontal boundary that will try to work its way into the northeast. I think toward the end of the week and in the weekend, that could drop the humidity and temperature a little bit there for a couple of days. So we'll be keeping an eye on that. Of course, uh, you know, June 1st marked the beginning of the hurricane season. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested in the next storm because it will take on the name Bill. So yes. I'm to see where that's going to pop up. Yeah, we thought you would pop up uh, when we named Anna <laughs> and then Bill was we were we were threatening it that uh, that piece of one of those pieces of energy in the western gulf but yes mr bill we making appearance um yeah i've been retired so i don't have to worry about my name anymore so bill is uh, always usually a storm that forms out in the middle of the atlantic and doesn't bother anyone um, right very similar to the actual bill here uh, <laughs> i don't like to bother people either well, Bill, we thank you for bothering us here. Uh, look forward to talking to you here over the coming weeks at times on Everything Under the Sun. Thanks for being with us. All right. Thank you, Dean. That'll do it for our first episode in our summer series of Everything Under the Sun. Coming up next week in episode two, we're going to take a revisit with uh, our friend John Fredericks. He is the entomologist who joined us uh, several episodes ago back in the spring series to talk about the cicada surge. Had a little bit of a slowdown. I think some of that wet, cool weather from last week kind of slowed the the advance of the emergence of those cicadas. We're going to check in with John how that's going and how that is going to play out here over the next couple of weeks. We also may spend some time in the garden with our very own Brian May as we make that summer turn. I've got some peonies and poppies that are absolutely gorgeous and want to see what I need to do right now as we get ready for the mid to late summer in the garden. Vegetables starting to take shape in the garden as well. So we'll talk bugs, we'll talk gardening, and we'll talk the weather all in depth next week for all of us at AccuWeather.com, our hundreds of team members across the world working so hard every day to weatherproof your life on our app on our website, and with our great media partners on our network and around the world. And for our executive producers, Andrew Robb and Ken Prell, we thank you for listening. We ask you to please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Share this information in this webcast and podcast with a friend. Let them know that they can get in-depth weather information and some great talk about the weather and other things right here on Everything Under the Sun. For all of us from AccuWeather, have a great, safe weekend. We'll talk to you next week, Episode 2 of our summer series here in 2021. This is Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe to, rate, and review Everything Under the Sun on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And of course, if you have an idea for a future podcast, just email us at AccuWeather.podcast at AccuWeather.com. 
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.